Spanish from Scratch, episode 13. Tener que, hay que, and using verbs with infinitives. Hola Liz, ¿qué tal? Hola Rob, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien, muy bien, gracias, como siempre. Disfrutando el verano. Disfrutando el verano, enjoying the summer. Sí, claro que sí. Está haciendo sol. Así es. It's sunny. Está haciendo sol. It's being sunny. Which is a rarity in England, admittedly. But <laughs> we're near the end of July, the height of the English summer. The cricket is on in the background. So it's a classic English summer. We're taking this opportunity to continue, finally, with our Spanish from Scratch series. So what we want to do at the start of this podcast is a quick review from some of the things which we met in earlier podcasts. So, how do you say in Spanish, the largest city in the world is the city of Mexico? La ciudad más grande del mundo es México. Right, so that's exactly right. So, when we're talking about something EST, the largest, the superlative, then what we do in Spanish is we use the adjective with mass. So grande means big or large, and then the biggest or the largest is el más grande or la más grande. Don't forget that city is ciudad, and that is feminine, so la ciudad. So that's why we say la ciudad más grande del mundo, the city most big in the world, the biggest city in the world, es Ciudad de México, city of Mexico. Okay, how about the most expensive city in the world is New York. La ciudad más cara del mundo es Nueva York. Exactly, so la ciudad, again, the city, más cara. And cara means expensive. What's another way you could say expensive? Costosa. Costosa. You hear that more in Colombia. Costosa. Mm -hmm. And don't forget that because la ciudad is feminine, we end it with a. So you don't say la ciudad más costoso. You say la ciudad más costosa. Or la ciudad más cara. And finally... How do you say the longest river in the world is the Nile? El río más largo del mundo es el Nilo. Exactly. So, largo meaning long. El río, el río más largo, the longest river, es el Nilo. So, we even translate, what I quite like about Spanish is that even places and names get translated as well. So they don't say La Ciudad New York, they translate it Nueva York. And they don't say El Nile or, or something like that, they say El Nilo. El Nilo. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So on to this podcast, and what we're going to talk about is obligation. So obligation, what you have to do, what you must do. Funnily enough, in English, it's quite complicated how we talk about obligation. You could say, I could say, for example, or Liz, probably more likely, would say to me, 
Rob, you have to do the dishes. Or Rob, you must do the dishes. <laughs> or Rob, you should do the dishes, for example. <laughs> All of these different ways of Liz obliging me or telling me to do something. And there are several methods in Spanish as well. Today, we're just going to look at two of those. So what are those two ways, Liz? What two verbs or kind of word combinations are there? Tener que. Yep. Y hay que. Tener que and hay que. So both of those two word constructions, tener que. So if you literally translate that, that means to have that. Tener, to have, and que. Mm -hmm. is that. To have to. Yeah, so what it means is to have to. And hay que is an even stranger kind of construction. I, A, H, A, Y is there is or there are. And que, obviously that. So that means there is that. It's really strange translation, but that means we have to or one has to. It's more impersonal. So we'll look at these in a bit more detail in a second. But first, we're going to have a little conversation. And we want you to follow along and try to understand this following conversation. Hola, Liz. ¿Qué tenemos que hacer hoy? Hola, Rob. Hoy tenemos que limpiar la casa. Y también tenemos que ir de compras. Sí, y tú tienes que ir al gimnasio. Sí, es verdad. Tengo que ir al gimnasio. Y tú tienes que llamar a tu familia. So, we'll repeat that again really slowly. Hopefully you could at least get the gist of it. And after each line, we'll translate that and talk about what we mean. So I started by saying, Hola Liz, which I'm sure by now you know means hi Liz. Hola Liz, ¿qué tenemos que hacer hoy? So, ¿qué tenemos que hacer? Means, what do we have to do? So, the verb tener que conjugated for nosotros. ¿Qué tenemos que hacer hoy? Hoy meaning today. ¿Qué tenemos que hacer hoy? Liz then said. Hola, Rob. Hoy tenemos que limpiar la casa. So, limpiar la casa. What does that mean, Liz? To clean the house. Exactly. So, if we work backwards from there, she said, tenemos que limpiar la casa. Today. Today. We have to clean the house. And I said, y también. So, también, good word, meaning also. También tenemos que ir de compras. So, ir de compras means go shopping. Literally means go go and buy. Ir de compras. Go to buy. So, también tenemos que ir de compras means... To go and buy things. <laughs> yeah, so we have to mm -hmm. go and do the shopping. But it's more like a shopping in the shopping center rather than food oh, for us. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, ir de compras it's refers to like going to a shopping center rather than yeah, supermarket. Get close and things like that. <laughs> So hopefully you're starting to see a pattern here. We've got tenemos que or tienes que, some conjugation of that. And then we've got 
our kind of little phrase. So, limpiar la casa, ir de compras. Or the next one, when Liz says, Y tú tienes que ir al gimnasio. So in this one, ir al gimnasio, which means? To go to the gym. Exactly. So she said, tú tienes que, obviously conjugating there for tú, ir al gimnasio, you have to go to the gym. And I said finally, sí, es verdad. It's true. Yes, it's true. Tengo que ir al gimnasio. Y tú tienes que llamar a tu familia. Llamar a tu familia? What does that mean? To call your family. Exactly. So, tienes que llamar a tu familia? What does that mean? You have to talk. You have to call your family. You have to, you have to call your family. So, to use tener que, you can conjugate tener as normal, and then you just add que afterwards. So, for example, I have to is... Tengo que. We have to. Tenemos que. Uh, you have to. Tienes que. Tienes que. Exactly. We won't go through all of the conjugations. Hopefully, you've got those by now. And this is followed up by the verb in the infinitive. So, in fact, whenever we string two verbs together like this, we often use the infinitive for the second verb. You might remember some of the following phrases which we looked at previously. For example, Te gusta ir al cine? Exactly. So, the infinitive there is ir al cine. Ir al cine which means to go to the cinema, and Liz said, te gusta ir al cine? It's a similar kind of construction where we're stringing two verbs together. Te gusta means, do you like ir al cine? Do you like to go to the cinema? Or another example could be, ¿Qué quieres hacer? ¿Qué quieres hacer? So we've got quieres hacer, two verbs together. The second one in the infinitive. So, ¿Qué quieres hacer? What do you want to do? So, we'll give you a little test now. How could you say, I have to study? Tengo que estudiar. So, estudiar, to study. I have to do it. Tengo que hacerlo. Tengo que hacerlo. So remember, it can be lo, and that gets strung on to the end of the infinitive. So, tengo que hacer lo. And in fact, even in the spelling, hacer is H-A-C-E-R. There's no space before lo. H-A-C-E-R-L-O. Tengo que hacerlo. I have to do it. What about I have to go? Tengo que irme. Tengo que Irme. Of course, we're saying he's really slow. How does it sound at full speed, Liz? Tengo que irme. Tengo que irme. <laughs> <laughs> so all of the words kind of get joined together a bit more. So to form the negative, really simple, all we add is a no at the start. So if tengo que irme is I have to go, how do you say I don't have to go? No, tengo que irme. No, tengo que irme. Or, I don't have to do it. No tengo que hacerlo. I don't have to study. 
no tengo que estudiar. What about we don't have to go? No tenemos que ir. O no tenemos que irnos. So what we're doing, there's two types of way of saying to go. So ir is the most basic and tengo que ir means I have to go. But then irse or tengo que irme is means I have to leave. I have to get out of here. What about I don't have to do anything? No tengo que hacer nada. No tengo que hacer nada. Nada means nothing. So literally that means I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> Which some people in English might say like that. Or I don't have to do anything. No tengo que hacer nada. And to form the question, we add one of our question words before the phrase. And don't forget with questions you need the intonation. That's how you know it's a question. So how could you say... What do you have to do? ¿Qué tienes que hacer? ¿Qué tienes que hacer? So, the question word is ¿Qué? Meaning what? ¿Qué? And then ¿Tienes que hacer? ¿Qué tienes que hacer? How about What do we have to do? ¿Qué tenemos que hacer? ¿Qué tenemos que hacer? You have to leave. Tú tienes que irte. <laughs> yeah, you sure? <laughs> Tú tienes... Dejar, pero... Mm, yeah, so that's a different sense of to leave, isn't it? So leave is in exit, you have to get out. Mm -hmm. Tú tienes que irte. Or you could say... Tú te tienes que ir. They have to come early. Ellos tienen que ellos tienen que venir temprano. So the main verb here is venir, meaning to come. Temprano means early. So ellos they tienen que venir temprano. And finally, we have to see it. Tenemos que verlo. Tenemos que verlo. Okay, so that's tener que. Now, the brother of tener que, as we mentioned at the start, is hay que. And hay que is much more generalized because it's actually easier in a way because we don't have to conjugate it. We don't have to worry about changing it for different pronouns. It just stays the same. So what that means is it has no subject. So you don't really use it with people. It's just a general sense of like we have to or one has to, something like that. So... A good translation would be one must or it's necessary to. So it's not necessarily pinning the obligation on any one person. It's just kind of an obligation in general. Like, you know, it's necessary to leave now. So like with tenerke, when we follow aike, we follow it with the infinitive. Do you remember the verb to clean? Limpiar. Limpiar. So if we say it's necessary to clean... As in, this place has to be cleaned. How could you do that? Hay que limpiar. Hay que limpiar. What about, you remember um, to arrive early, what that was? Llegar temprano. Llegar temprano. 
So if we said, if we want to say it's necessary to, or we one must, or in general, it's necessary to arrive early, with hay que. Hay que llegar temprano. Exactly. So the real difference is here between, for example, tenemos que llegar temprano, which means we have to arrive early. With that, there's much more emphasis on the fact that it's we, because we're conjugating that for nosotros, tenemos que llegar temprano. On the other hand, hay que llegar temprano is similar in that there's obligation to arrive early, but it's more generalized. We're not saying exactly who has to arrive early. Just saying there's a general obligation to do so. So let's try it with a couple more phrases. How could you say it's necessary to start or one must start? Hay que empezar. Exactly. So empezar, to start, hay que empezar. We have to start or it's necessary to start. What about it's necessary to see it? Hay que verlo. Hay que verlo. Hay que verlo. So there we go. I think that's enough for today. Bit of an overview about how to do, how to say obligation or how to construct obligations in Spanish with tener que and hay que. Hay que. Pretty useful, I think. Very good. Love it. Great. Muchas gracias, Liz. Nos vemos. Gracias a ti, Rob.